Hi, I'm Heidi Hoke. Welcome to the She's Gone Free podcast, a show where I share my story as a creative entrepreneur and mother, my journey to a full heart, my often messy ADHD artist brain, and the stories, hearts, and minds of other incredible women who have healed, found joy, and stepped into their greatness to live a life on fire with purpose. You have found this podcast because you are ready to walk this path too, and I am so glad you're here. Promise me you'll never again settle for anything less than fire, that which lights you up and burns away everything that is no longer meant for you. Fire transforms, and it sets you free. Hi guys, it's Heidi Hope, and I am here today to talk to you about one of my favorite topics, and that is starting an online business. I began my first business in 2007, and although it was a brick and mortar, in-person type of business, it was a portrait studio, I do still consider it an online business because the way that we got new leads was all online. The way that people found us, we weren't in a very highly visible walk around kind of area. The way we, our customers found us was all through our online presence. And the way that they would make purchasing decisions to come to us was all about the brand that we built online. My children now are, I mean, my oldest is 13, so she's in eighth grade. And I keep thinking, oh my gosh, there's only about four more years until she goes to college which is wild. Um, But one thing that all of my children will learn before they go to college, before they decide to go to a four-year college, is how to build their own online business. I think that information is so incredibly valuable in today's world and certainly more valuable than my four-year education with a lot less student debt. So they, before they make a choice whether or not to pursue a traditional degree, they will know how to start their own business. Um, And I want you to know how to start your own business too, because an online business is available to anyone. You have something within you. You have something that you love to do, something that you're passionate about. You have big ideas. You're inspired in a certain direction. You could take that and make money online in so many different ways. There's so many options available to you that could fit your personality, uh, your strengths, your genius zone, your flow state. And when we build a business, any type of business, out of the things that we love to do, out of what we're so passionate about, life becomes a game. It becomes so fun and so joyful to extend yourself in that way. It doesn't even feel like work, yet you can make a tremendous impact and a tremendous amount of money doing it. So I'm going to start by going back into my story a little bit so you know where I'm coming from. Um, I started my first business in 2007. That was the portrait studio. At the time, um, I borrowed money from my mom to buy my first camera. So we just financially were like just out of college. I spent my first two years as an art teacher. I went to a state school, I went to UMass Dartmouth and got a degree in art education. And so I started my career as an art and photography teacher. And I had about $60,000 in student loan debt. 
I didn't qualify for any financial aid because my parents' income bracket, um, but I was paying my way through school. So I took out a lot of loans and I graduated with all those loans. And not only was it just the total amount, which was insane, $60,000, where you're being an art teacher and you just don't even come close to making that every year. Um, but the interest rates were so unfavorable. I had like variable, I wish I knew when I was signing up for these loans, how um, they would bury me financially, but they were variable rate interest loans and the interest rates around them, I was paying eight or 9% on this um, $60,000 in debt. And so my, my monthly payments were thousands of dollars. They, my, my girlfriends all moved to Boston together I could not afford to live in Boston as an art teacher salary with the amount of student loan debt I had. I was I just totally buried. My monthly payment was basically a mortgage payment. Um, and I just wasn't making enough. And then, of course, as a teacher, you have to go back and get your master's within five years, too. So now I'm taking out more loans to buy more education so that I can keep my certification up. I was just like, I was never going to get out of it, right? Um, and also, there was a part of me that really was interested in starting an art-based business. I, I loved creating art, and I didn't get to create my own art as much as I really wanted to in my role. And so I basically just started this photography business on the side to make a little extra money while I was teaching. Then we had our first daughter in 2008, and she um, and I stayed home with her full time. I took a one year leave of absence, maternity leave from teaching so that I could try to figure out like what my next career path would be. I thought maybe I would get into graphic design. I was taking some classes at RISD. So um, when she was an infant, I really fell in love with the process of newborn photography. Newborn photography in the style that I'm known for, that a lot of other photographers are known for now, was really just coming on the scene at that time. It was very new in our industry. And so I made a name for myself really quickly because it was so different from anything else that was being offered in my area. I borrowed money from my mom. I borrowed $3,500 from my mom to buy a full frame digital SLR camera. And I just thought if I could make enough money to pay back the loan to my mom by the end of the year, then like, then I may really have a chance in this whole photography thing. <laughs> so um, I did pay back my mom and I went on, on to do about $40,000 in sales that year. And I thought to myself, oh my God, if making $40,000 a year in sales, that's like more than my teacher's salary. So maybe I'm really onto something here. So in those beginning years of the studio, um, it was all about building growth, increasing the revenue. Um, I was often working like 50 hours a week. It, it was, although we were generating a lot of leads online or potential customers online, that was all through my effort. <laughs> I would stay up late at night and work on SEO. Uh, my mom actually taught me a lot about SEO and, and building online businesses in that way. So I got us to like the front page of Google and this is all just me working on it behind the scenes. Um, late at night when the baby was sleeping, you know? And I would shoot during the day and I was taking a lot of classes to try to get better at photography and editing and all of that. So I was working a lot and I became very burnt out there's, you know, I have a lot of friends who are in the events industry, in the wedding industry, in the photography industry. And these are very physical jobs, you know, they're very 
active. There, there's a lot of also computer time on the back end. Like it, you feel like you're just taking pictures for an hour, but then you're spending three or four hours editing them and retouching them and all that. And of course, when you first start, you're slow because you haven't mastered anything yet. So those beginning years were so unbalanced for me as a mother um, and uh, just a lot of really hard work and, and hustle and struggle. And I, about 2012, which was the year that I had my second daughter, Grace. So for a while, we just thought we would never be able to have another baby because we just worked too much. There was no time. There was no time. I couldn't even take a, like a week off after having a baby. So, um, so for a long time, we waited. And then um, with Grace, we finally decided we're ready. I had taken out some insurance. Um, I forget what type of insurance it's called now. But it, it covered a maternity leave, basically. So that was just a, a private insurance. Um, so I knew I could take a couple of weeks off after the baby was born. That time brought me to question. I guess it brought me to a breaking point in a sense within the business because I began to question, what am I doing this all for? If I can't have the life that I want, if we can't even have another baby, if I'm, if I'm stressed out, like why, why am I running this business like this? I got into this industry so that I could make money doing what I love. And I have turned it into a prison for myself in which I, I am exhausted, burnt out and mentally very unhealthy. So uh, that's when I started to search for a better way of doing business. And I always think my daughter's name is Grace. And I'm like, oh, that was such a turning point in my life, the year that she was born, because it is the year when I started to think I need a, a smarter way to scale this business. There needs to be other revenue streams outside of just me shooting because I, I hit my max capacity. And, and either we were going to grow and expand the business outside of what I could physically do, which is scaling, right? Or we were going to walk away. And so we chose scaling. I also started to think about like, where, where did the love of doing this go? Because I got into it. I loved it when I got into it. Where did the love of that go? And I realized that there were so many parts of my self as an artist and what I was passionate about and what I love to do that I wasn't bringing to the table within my business. You know, I got caught in like, if if you've ever read The Big Leap before by Gay Hendricks, it's a great book, but he talks about zone of excellence versus zone of genius. Your zone of excellence is like where you're really good and you probably make good money. Your zone of genius is like the thing that you can bring to the world that nobody else can bring. And so I got really stuck in my zone of excellence because yes, my photos were excellent, but there was like this whole other side of Heidi that like wasn't showing up there. Part of that is me as a teacher and a coach and a speaker. So I began incorporating online education. I began speaking at conferences because that is one of the things I love most about what I do. It's what I originally went to school for. And when I was not extending myself in that way, in honestly, in the service and the help of others, because I really, that comes from my heart and my soul to teach people and to help them grow and to help them fulfill, self-fulfill and self-actualize. Without that piece in my life that I was feeling a lot of like, 
stuckness and blocked and uh, depression because we are meant to extend. We are meant to expand. We are meant to grow. We are meant to serve the world in a unique way through our own gifts that only we can. Um, so that was, I brought that in. Another thing I brought in was my painting because I had missed out. I went to school for fine arts. I hadn't painted in years. And so I, brought, I started to do hand-painted backgrounds because I was like, wow, this is something I can bring to the table within my business that not a lot of other people can do. And the more and more I decided to show up uniquely as my true authentic self within my business, the more my business took off. And so that's when we had our greatest years of growth and expansion. Our top line went up and up and up and up. And that's when we finally got to the seven figure mark per year. And so, um, so now I see what's possible because I've started a lot of online businesses since then. I do online education. I did uh, reproductions of my hand-painted backgrounds. We even had a background rental company. Um, I've started business partnerships with other women. And I don't, I feel that I could just keep creating businesses forever. <laughs> like not every business is going to be a 10-year business or a 20-year business. Some might be. But some might be a two-year business or a five-year business that you learn a lot and you experience and you grow and, and, and then you are ready to expand in a different direction. I've got some tips today for you guys for starting an online business. And I encourage you, even if you have a full-time job, even if you're in a career, whether you love it or hate it, even if uh, you already have a business that's taking up a ton of your time and you think to yourself, there's no way I could just start something else right now. I want to encourage you to drop that limiting belief, to just let it go. It's a limit you're putting on yourself, and it doesn't have to be true. When you are working in an area that you are passionate about, that you love, that's an extension of your soul, where you are helping others, where you're giving to others, where you're making an impact on others, when you are operating out of that space, your time opens up for you. You become more productive. You become more on purpose. You become more enthusiastic. So that, and then you get to bring that into every other area of your life. So by allowing yourself to expand and extend into the world the way that you're meant to, you are going to improve your relationships. You are going to improve your parenthood. You are going to approve your career, even if it's something totally different. I have some tips for starting your business. The first one is just start it. <laughs> just start it, like today. Ask yourself, what am I most passionate about? What do I most love to do? What brings me joy? How, what's something unique that I, that I can do that could impact others, that could make a difference in the world? What would I do without getting paid? All of those things, right? If you're gonna start an online business, it can be hard at times. It can be challenging at times. If you don't have a strong passion or desire behind what you're doing, you will fizzle out. If your only goal is to make money, I'm telling you, you will not find joy no matter how much money you make. It's true. I've been there. I've been there. I walked away from a seven-figure business because it wasn't bringing me joy anymore. And I knew that I had a greater way that I needed to serve within the world. And I had the courage to listen to that internal voice. 
because that voice is always steering you in the right direction. It is just begging for you to listen. It is just begging for you to pay attention. So what is it you most love to do? And how could you start doing that? How could you devote an hour a week, two hours a week to doing that? What have you been putting off? What's in the back of your mind? Like one day when I have more time, I will do this. Or one day when I retire, I will do this. One day might not come. Today's the day. Today's the day to start. So what is it that you love to do most? And think about what type of a business could you turn it into? Is it selling a product? Is it selling information? Maybe uh, is it something that you could teach about? I think everybody has something that they could teach about, honestly. Like my next course that I'm going to build is how to build a course course because um, because you got everybody can teach and it's a beautiful, very fulfilling way to show up and serve in the world. So what do you know that you could teach other people? Um, could you start a podcast? Could you write a book about it? Could you... Do you love to create things and craft things? Is there actual physical product that you could sell? Once you think about what that business could be for you, you're going to need to select a name. So selecting a name for a business, you want to start looking around. For example, with the podcast, She's Gone Free. I have had this name in mind. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I've had this name in mind for years. So I actually already had the Instagram handle for it from years ago. It was just sitting there empty. So I knew I had that. I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to call the podcast, though, so I started just doing some research. I researched other podcast names, similar podcasts. I know my book is going to be She's Gone Free. I already got the website for She's Gone Free. So I just started, I have already have the Facebook page. So I had bought all the, you know, I've not bought, but gotten all the uh, social media handles all set up and everything anyways. And then I just decided like, yep, this is, this is what it's about. This is, this is the core of my message. It is helping women become financially free and mentally free and <laughs> beginning to operate from the place of strength and power within you. Tapping into your own source of joy, love, peace, presence, mindfulness, that's all in you. And so my passion is helping you find that within yourself and free yourself from any external source of joy, of peace, of love, of, you know, whatever. That all is within you. And we see it, we see it reflected out in the world, which is a beautiful thing. And we see it in our relationships and we can feel it when we're doing things that bring us joy. But the source, where it comes from is in your heart. It is in you. It is in you. And so we cultivate it inside first. So I pick the name, I register the domain, I go on social media and get, grab all the handles for it and I start some groups on Facebook. So I'm not even doing anything yet with them, but I have them established. And I think that's really important when you pick what your business is going to be. You want to do a little research and make sure that you can get those names on social media on, um, in a web domain address then and that nothing else has that name right we don't want to be going up against a big giant if she's gone free was a really strong brand that somebody else already possessed yeah maybe I could still use the name but I'm always everyone's going to find them when they're looking for me the name thing is important once you pick a name you can register your name with your state and set up your business banking. So even when I first started my photography business in 2007 and I was only doing it on the side, 
I took that loan from my mom. I went to Bank of America. I deposited the check into it. I opened a business account and I deposited the check into it. So that when I bought the camera, it came out of the business as a business expense and anything else I bought. And then I, when, I, when clients paid me, it went into that account. So setting up, registering your name with the state and setting up a business bank account is like a fundamental first step for any business that you build. And then now, because I have an S Corp, which is Heidi Hope Photography Incorporated, that's an S Corp. Um, so I can have multiple branches all come through the corporation. So yes, I might have a bunch of different businesses with different names, but they don't all need to have their own bank account. It can all go through the S Corp. And then you want to ask your accountant if you should register as an LLC, as a sole prop, or as an S-Corp. Those are all questions actually for your accountant. A lot of people ask me, what should I register as? And it's, it's really not for me to tell you, it's for your accountant to tell you because it has to do with your tax liability. And then after all that is done, you want to start thinking about your website. And your website could be something simple like a blog. You could do a WordPress blog. And there's all sorts of templates that are easy to set up. You might want a shopping platform. So Shopify, let's say you're selling physical objects. Maybe you're selling little watercolor paintings. Maybe you're selling dried flowers. Maybe you're selling, um, you have a cricket and you make merch and you wanna sell merch. That would be something like Shopify would be a good platform for that. You could have a course site. So if you're gonna teach and mentor, maybe you're gonna use Thinkific or Kajabi. Um, you could use Etsy or, or eBay or Amazon. These are all different shopping platforms that allow you to be part of a greater marketplace, especially if you have a small audience. It'll allow you to reach other people through their marketplace. Now, yes, you have to pay them a little bit more than you would pay your own, you know, doing it on your own, on your own website. But it also shows you to a lot of people. So if you don't have a big audience yet, that's a good place to start. You could do affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing is when you get a link to share with people. So you could link to other people's courses. You could link to things on Amazon. You could become an Amazon affiliate. You can start groups on Facebook. You can have a, just a paid group on Facebook where you're teaching or where you're coaching or where you're mentoring um, or where you give out different like coupon codes. You could have an affiliate group on Facebook. I'm part of a couple different mom groups that the women post frequently with their affiliate links. That's awesome, you know? And so you're just getting paid to share the things that you love. You could also join a multi-level marketing and kind of build your own team there. And there's no shortage of those. You guys know I sell shampoo too. <laughs> I love my I love my shampoo. So I talk about that. So I might as well have an affiliate link for that. And, and so that could be for anything that you love. My most important advice to you though is just choose something you're passionate about. Because no matter what you're selling, if you're not passionate about it, you're gonna you're gonna lose the excitement. You're gonna end up feeling just as stuck as you did in any other job. You could podcast, you could coach, you could write a book and self-publish it. It is so easy to self-publish these days. You could just self-publish a, a low-price ebook that's sharing your expertise. It could be five or ten dollars. It doesn't have to be a huge high price point. Um, and then post that, you know, using on your social media channels, but then you can also run ads to it and reach a greater audience in that way. The most important thing in starting an online business is digging deep and finding what you're most passionate about bringing into the world. Where is the well of enthusiasm that will not run dry for you? 
Start with that. Then think about why. Why People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Think about why. Why are you passionate about this? Why do you love this? There are so many different ways to make money online. But the things that are enduring, the things that connect with customers, the things that people fall in love with, the, th- the brands that are irreplaceable, no matter what happens on technology, no matter what changes, no matter what platforms change, no matter what happens with your audience size, the things that are enduring, the things that connect with others are the things that come from your heart. And so asking yourself what truly lights you up, what truly brings you joy, it's not selfish. It is the way in which you can best serve the world. It's the way you're supposed to show up and serve the world. And the only selfish thing is us not listening to that, not listening to those gifts, not listening to that voice because our fear is too great. And so we are choosing our limits instead of our potential. So ask yourself, what is it that I can contribute, that I'm fired up about, that I'm excited about, that I am ready to jump in on and start doing it. Give yourself that gift. It doesn't, even if you start with 15 minutes a week, 20 minutes a week, 30 minutes a week, if, if you don't think you have the time, go on your phone right now, open your screen time app and see how long you sit scrolling on social media or consuming other people's content just through your phone. Shut it off. Give yourself a scheduled period of time to shut it off and work towards that which is going to fulfill you and bring you joy and bring you love and bring you purpose and passion. And every time that you choose to work in those areas and expand into those areas and challenge yourself into those areas, every time you choose, you grow in your capacity for love and joy and peace in your life. You grow in your capacity to show up and bring that to others. You grow in your capacity to pass that on to your children into the next generation. You grow in your capacity to help the others, to help the world, to help other friends and family, to inspire them to step into their greatness. And it all starts with just saying yes to the idea that's in your heart. So I want to hear from you. Have you started a business before? Have you thought about starting an online business before? Do you have some idea that you just keep putting off? I want to hear about it. Tell me about it in the comments. Tell me what you're stuck on because that just gives me ideas for the next show. (laughs) But I want to hear from you. Do you think that you could start an online business doing something that is close to your heart? And how would your life change if you said yes to that? How would your life change? Your potential when you step into this place of power is greater than you can even dream for yourself. Like the dream that you have that's on your mind, it's not even big enough. It's not even close. But the only way to get there is by start, starting to say yes today. Say yes today. Make time today. No matter how wild your imagination is, say yes to it today. If you like today's episode, subscribe to the channel and share it to inspire someone else today. You can rate and review this podcast so it reaches more ears. And of course, I always love your comments. Follow me on your favorite social media platforms at Heidi Hope, 
Photographer Rising and She's Gone Free. Or visit HeidiHope.com to get on my insider list and hear about upcoming coaching and online learning opportunities. Thanks for listening.